weekly podcast called 8750 and I'll plug the show that way. Can I get you to add the tagline of like, it's not even words, it's numbers. (laughs) Uh, Sure. If you really want me to. (laughs) I'm going to write that down right now. You stop the show and you're like, I I have to read a prepared statement. (laughs) Pull up a card. Um, I bought I bought a uh, I needed an actual day planner to keep track of shit, so I bought a day planner today. Nice. Um, at Costco, yeah. Okay, so what did you, it's not even words, it's numbers. Yeah. When, whenever I tell somebody, I'm like, I do a podcast. It's called eighty seven fifty, and then I'm like, it's not even words, it's numbers. It's not even words. It's. But it's all about how you say it, though. It's not even words. It's numbers. That's pretty good. That sounds very like sex phone operator. Oh, I was thinking about, you know, like it, you can't believe it's butter. Oh, when I say it, I try to think of myself as like a, a, a circus master. Like what do they call him? Ringmaster. Oh, like, it's not even words. It's numbers. Gotcha. I gotcha. Um, yeah, no. So that Marvel's video dropped on Monday evening right before MMM. And uh, the next morning, I woke up, and uh, that video was already at, like, 60,000 views oh, yeah. uh, overnight. And then and, you have a GoFundMe that's getting you all sorts of cash raked together. Yeah, and I checked my Twitter DMs, and yeah, Frank Pellegrino, who is Chrissy Mayer's husband, he had DM me. He's like, hey, Vex, like, we saw your Marvels video and really loved it. We'd like to have you on Chrissy's podcast, like, next week. I was like, oh, Boom. Well, shit. What what day and time? And they were like Tuesday. I'm just like, oh fuck. I now, usually work on Tuesdays, so oh, I take said the that day I can't off. Come. Oh yeah, I said I can't come in on Tuesday now. <laughs> yeah, right. Come on, you, you got the uh, <laughs> can't do it. This is an opportunity, though, right? So um, fucking right, it is. Oh, yeah, and so then I told you, you, I was like, you've got to bring up this whole issue with the ticket. You must. If it comes up, uh, it comes up. I again. <laughs> She loves that type of shit. The government fucking on people. That's her. That's her bag. I guess. Yeah. But I, I would imagine it's pinned on my Twitter right now because of the GoFundMe. Right. So it wouldn't. They wanted to do some research. But yeah, um, I'm going to be on Chrissy Mayer next week. And Did then she a hit lot you up other... at all to be like, here's what we're going to talk about or anything like that? I imagine they'll maybe get back to me on that closer to because I know Thanksgiving is this weekend for you guys. Right. Thursday. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah, they were looking to book on Monday, but it's like the holidays, so that's why it's going to be on Tuesday instead. Um, that's weird. That that's just crazy that her husband's the one who's like getting guests for her. That's nuts. Well, he just must do all the back end <clears throat> stuff. That makes sense because she's big enough where she probably does need someone to do the booking for her, and her husband is just you know. Yeah, that's it's true. Probably an enterprise they're running together, right? Um, but there was also another big channel that reached out to me. Do you know Midnight's Edge at all? Yeah. Yeah. They one of their guys reached out to me and they thought I was a Latina. Yeah. So they were like, do you speak Spanish? Because we're looking for a regular female to come be a host on our show. I'm like, I'm Sri Lankan, dude. I don't know a fucking lick of Spanish. What did they say? <laughs> And they're like, oh, shit, you could have fooled me. I'm like, yeah, not the first they're time. They're looking for a Latina. They are the type of content that's like, we don't like this whole diversity, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, are specifically looking for a Latina. So okay, guys. It was because they wanted someone who would be able to have conversations in Spanish. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Well. Um, but. But. In spite of that. Right. What? 
in spite of that, um, one of the guys did invite me onto his channel anyway. Which? Uh, Polly the Latino Slant. Ooh. Okay, so from Midnight's Edge, mm-hmm. you don't do you know anything about him? I know that they do a live stream. I know that they're a bit edgy. I think I've watched no. one episode. They have edge in their okay, name, and that's about as close to edgy as they get. So it's mainly like okay. a Norwegian Scandinavian guy who makes some pretty okay. great video, like not great, but it's like the typical like the models they failed because they did not realize it, that type of thing. But he has some pretty decent insight. Then there's this other guy who used to come on Friday Night Tights named Tom who smells or he sounds like he is smoking currently. Like he does that. It's like he's in my eardrum just like with his smoker voice and I can't stand it. And then their live streams are, um, they make Friday Night Tights look pretty fucking great. Tell you that. Oh. So they're controversial. No. Not really. So they're pussies? Uh, I mean, they just talk about they talk about pop culture and they don't have any new or interesting takes on anything. I will not be asked to be on midnight. <laughs> that I actually have more questions in that same vein, but first let's, okay. I mean, by all means, I think they have a pretty big channel, right? Midnight's Edge. So yeah, dude. they do have a very big channel. Um, again, I would have, <laughs> I'm not usually one to accept right away. I am usually like, I'll vet you out first. Um, Cause I, I, that's how I, because there's, I had one bad experience with one channel. I was like, yeah, I really got to vet you niggas out moving forward. Like, this is not not good whatsoever. Um, so I would have just, like, usually when people ask, it's like, oh, like, what's the format like? Like, what do you guys discuss? Like, who else will be there? Like, I get them to give me more info. And then I go and check it out. Like, I'll let them know, okay, let me check and I'll get back to you. And then I go check out their stuff. And- I mean, tap on a Midnight's Edge live stream and tell me I'm wrong. It's a bunch of dudes. Most like The ones who are actually bold enough to put their face on there. Just big old beard. Older people. Hold on, hold on. About it's the, the, dude, same it's shit. the dude in the Knights outfit, right? No. No, okay. Oh, I'm thinking of Knights Tate. The... Fuck. <sighs> I, okay, never mind. I'm confused. But again, I'm... the main guy from Midnight's Edge with the Scandinavian accent, not bad videos, but it's like the solo videos. It's the live stream stuff that's like so uninteresting. I gotcha. I got there you. are so many people that make videos like Mahler. Nah, okay, like Mahler, but I do like listening to Mahler live. But like a Mahler type that make really good videos by themselves. But then when it comes to speaking live, is Mahler not good at speaking live? No, he is. That's why I, okay. I picked his name out of a, my mental hat. And then I instantly was like, but not him. <laughs> like him, but not him. I get what you're saying. It's scripted. They're fine. Unscripted. It's it's like an autistic child, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, so I've been listening to a bunch of people's review. I listened to your review on the Marvel's Cracker Jack job. And now I've heard so many of them. I'm like, is there anything else that people can talk about other than just bashing on pop culture for being like, it's, I don't know, man, change the fucking record. Um, that's why I always go get it out as soon as possible instead of waiting. But it's not just the Marvels. It's just everything. Oh, God, bro. This is, and this is a problem. Okay. So if we backtrack a little bit back to this whole Marvels video thing. So the reason it took off the way it did two factors one hot topic so of course and two 
I so I had a I had a discussion with the movie cynic like several weeks back, and I was like, man, like I'm I'm starting to actually make content I like because the last three videos I put out, I I was like I enjoyed making them, but they didn't take off because I wasn't I wasn't being my usual bashing self. We'll say right? yeah, your heart wasn't in it. Well, no, my heart was in it, but it's just yeah. I wanted to do it in a non-bashing way, but it just wasn't going well, right? Um, and he's just like, listen, like, you gotta, your personality is what sells. Like, take advantage of that. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. I just, I'm so sick of hating on things. That's all. <laughs> and then right. um, he was also like, you gotta stop fucking using Canva. I'm like, I know, man. Like, I'm Using what? Canva. Because I use Canva for my thumbnails. Okay. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll figure that out. So this time around, I did not use Canva for a thumbnail. Um, that's why that shit looks fucking clean when you zoom into it now. And um, I went with a with a click more. Well, I went through a title that people were just leaving comments in the in the comment section, just being like, I just read the title and subscribe. That was about how it synced your period. The Marvel synchronized my cycle. <laughs> So it doesn't make sense there, though. Think about it. The Marvels synchronized Syn my cycle. I synced with the Marvels. No, I get that, but that's that's how you would say I synced with the Marvels. Yeah, but then I'd have to put synced or I synchronized with the Marvel. And I wanted the Marvels to be the first. Like, right? don't get me wrong, also, at a glance, I got it. But then I thought about it more. I was like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. But also think about it this way is uh, there are many women that do not have a synchronized cycle where it happens the same time every month. So there, it's like there's so much estrogen coming out of the Marvels that now I have a regular period. I That's what you were going with? That I did not get. Oh, well, that's because you don't have a period. I just I figured it was because there was three chicks on screen and you synced your cycle with them. It's both of those. Oh, okay. Then I got yeah. one of them. I got half. Yeah. That's the one most people got. So, um, yeah. So I took all the advice he gave me, and, I, like, I have never rewritten a script as many times as I rewrote the script. In two days, too. Uh, well, okay. So I saw the movie on a Thursday. I didn't start writing the script till because I got the fucking notice on Thursday evening. After I watched the Marvels, I get this notice. And then he came here. <laughs> then I came here. So I didn't write the script on Thursday. I started on Friday because I. Well, when I was listening to your review, I was like, "Please mention that you came on this podcast and you ripped on you ripped on it. Please mention, please mention. Didn't happen. You just want me to plug eighty-seven fifty everywhere, don't you? You want a little use bit. My name. You, I okay. It, this is you, you and me now. What are you talking about? Okay, but to be fair, I do always plug it in my weekly posts. Also, to be fair, have I not said that as soon as I start making actual money, I will fucking pay you? Oh, I don't care about that. I just have fun here now at this point. Imagine where we could be if you did care. But uh, you've misinterpreted my words, you heeb. It's Damn it, that's twice. <laughs> Three times I turn into a puff of smoke and I disappear off the face of the earth. Don't do it. <laughs> I... No, it's just like, I mean, like, I don't care about the money. I just have fun here. So it's like, why, you know, that's not a... No, I get Anyways. it. I'm having fun too. Wouldn't it be also nice if I sent you a check every month? Sure, depends how much is in that check, but yes. Depends on how much I'm making. <laughs> These two things are dependent on each other. Listen, okay. listen. I I plug it every week, bro. I plug it every <clears throat> week. Okay. 
Anyway. This is just despite the, uh, besides the point. Nobody gives a shit about those posts on YouTube. No one gives two fucking shits. Notice how you get like 30 thumbs up and that's it. No one cares. But I'm just Fuck saying that. You do, man. Okay, I'll stop plugging the podcast. That's there, why man. I said, hold on. That's why I said this is like, <laughs> regardless. I'm just saying, in generally speaking, no one cares about those at all. Okay, Jeff, um, how about this? I'll just put it in the fucking video descriptions from now on. How about that? Wouldn't hurt. But I always used to tell her, you remember, I used to always tell Kelsey, especially when she was like looking for, she's like, well, I don't know what I would do as a job and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, this could be like, help me grow podcast. I pay you. <laughs> and she was like, no. <laughs> yeah, but um, not to dunk on Kelsey, but Kelsey's kind of lazy. You think? <laughs> <laughs> I think I've proven I'm not lazy. <laughs> I'm just busy. No, I'm trying to separate like this conversation from being like, please help. But I, I'm not making those distinctions clear. Like when I was like, nobody you reads want those posts, help. I'd love it. You want help. Listen, yes. What? I'm trying. I'm trying. Cool, I'm dude. trying. I'm just getting slammed with a I, lot of I, other things. I hear you. Just don't don't be a Kelsey, you know what I mean? Like, don't be lazy about it. Okay, but <laughs> I can reach out to niggas if you want. When you say that, do you mean actual black people? <laughs> okay, what days do you not have guests for right now? I'm going to write this down in my... my next week? So I've met, I've, <laughs> we have Dan guess. next week, I think, right? Nope, he's the week after that. I'm pretty okay. sure. Next week, so Thanksgiving is on Thursday, and I'm pretty sure I'm doing something with my family, so I don't know if we're going to be recording that day. Okay, why don't we just not record on Thursday, then? It's just a safe bet. If it's Thursday, if it's Thanksgiving, we'll just say that we're not recording yeah. next week. and so Kayla hit me up, and she's like, I have all next week off, so I assumed that I would just, like, for next week, record with her a day that we're both free. And if you want to okay. come hang out, then cool. But I figured with you being Well, what busy, day are you looking at doing this? We have not scheduled it because that would be far too advanced for me. <laughs> we we okay. just talked about how we will do a thing, but we haven't nailed down a date. Okay. Well, if that's the case, then I can do... If it's oh. on a Tuesday or Wednesday night, I can definitely do it. Okay. I, that's, see, you're smart, Vex. You're like, I'll tell you when I'm free, and now I can use that information to schedule with Kayla. Look at you yeah. go. So, okay, so next week, okay, so I'm actually going to scratch 87.50 off of Thursday then. Okay. So Thursday's Dan, or no, sorry, two Thursdays the 30th. out is Dan. Yep, yes, okay. You got, you got and then what about the following, so the following week? Seventh is, is Sheep and Whore. Who's Sheep and Whore? Oh, Sheep and Horror. Okay, you said Sheep and Whore. I'm like, who the fuck is that? Okay. I said it right. Okay, and then who is on December 14th? Kate. Kate. Nerd oh, with a cigar, okay. Kate. Perfect. Oh, by the way. I'm so excited for that one. What? December 7th. My birthday is on December 9th. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. Okay. Um, and that and is then... the last thing I have scheduled. Okay, so we don't have anyone for December 21st? Nope. Okay, so let's see. Shortest day of the year. December 
21st. Yeah, you have connections if you ever want to bring something. So I have been trying. That's <sighs> why I'm just like, let me book niggas because I literally just throw niggas at Cannoli and Cannoli fucking forgets. So I'll just throw niggas at you instead. I won't forget. Probably. Hopefully. I'll probably forget. No, I will just reach out to them. How about that? And then you don't have to worry about forgetting anything. Yeah. And I'll make a note. So hold on. I have been trying to schedule with subtle deviancy. He canceled, but I don't see any other Thursdays with a tick mark on it. So we must not have figured that out. And Roman, I've been trying to schedule with Roman. Okay. So let me reach out to Roman. I think we could also reach out to lofty pixels. Who that? Lofty Pixels, unfortunately, I think he's a lovely dude, but he, so he used to be the quarterings editor. I know him. And then, yeah. The autism to, is so strong with him. Oh, I know. So Oof. he used to, and then he left that, and now he's trying to make content on his own, but he used to be a regular on Flashcast with Yellow Flash. I know who that is. Yes. And then about a year or so ago, there the stream is still up, by the way. Yellow Flash got really fucking drunk and basically blew up at Lofty and has essentially banned Lofty from his channel now. Really? Uh, it was like it was over some disagreement or something like that. Does he um, openly talk about it? Does Lofty? Uh, yeah. I don't think in stream. If you asked him, probably, but he doesn't. It's not something that comes up in streams, right? Because for That's him, the he, first thing I want to know about. <laughs> okay, so you can ask him about that. He's gonna be actually on the Cannolis show this Friday. So nice. you can listen in if you want. Um, but I think Lo like Lofty's a good dude. Um, he's known as like a contrarian when it comes to movies, but I think I feel he like is I've a heard nice you dude. say his name before. Yeah. Um, so I can reach out to Lofty. I think he would be a good guest. Let's um, hang out with Lofty. I'm trying to think who else there is. Hold on. We can talk about I it later. Oh we got we gotta talk about news. Oh, okay. We got to get Sassy back on, too. Yeah, definitely. And I think because of that time of year, you can probably get her on the 21st. Okay. Um, The other person I would like to try... Okay, listen, bro. I'm just looking at my... Bro, I get so many fucking DMs on a daily basis that I just have like a dozen unread conversations because they just keep piling up. So well, let's let, me go, this is your podcast, let me go through all. my DMs and I will book you someone for December 21st. And then what about then <laughs> December, uh, December 28th? Is that a yes or a no? Because that's pretty close to New Year's. Yes, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'll be doing anything. So, yeah. Okay. And then we're into the New Year. So let's go to January. So January. Dear listener, is this fun for you? Are you having fun? Okay, fuck you, Yef. Whoa. <laughs> anyway, I thought it would be funny to comment and break the fourth wall real quick because I'm sure somebody's listening to you sketch like go through pages and they're like, "What is this?" Okay. So okay, I will I will book you a a guest for the twenty first. But yes, I'm just busy because I'm fucking working two jobs now trying to pay for all this fucking shit man you got all your money in a briefcase it's in an envelope under my bed right now don't say that move Who's it it's gonna fucking find me bro come on I don't none know. of y'all even know my real name or what letter it starts with i do <laughs> you're not gonna do that though <laughs> no <laughs> exactly we have a circle of trust 
exactly. Which is um, basically the same circle of trust that like the U.S. and Russia both have. We both have nukes aimed at each other. Why did you tell? Why are you telling people that I have nuclear weapons? That was really supposed to be a secret. Wait, you were Asshole. for real when you said that you have a dirty bomb? I thought that that was just your nickname for your clam. <laughs> Using it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What news do we have? <laughs> oh, I got to pee real bad. So we could either end this and then start a new recording, which I don't want to do. Or literally you could just like say 10 video games that you really like. And then I'll be back by the time you're done. All right. Dear listener. So while Yef goes to drain his microscopic snake. That's not cool. Um, <laughs> you're supposed to be gone man uh okay so i have not had any chances to play video games but i am supposed to have two weeks off at the end of the year and i'm hoping i can use that time to actually play some fucking video games because i got some stuff in not in but there's some games that i've been eyeing so someone recently told me about this um ip called vampire masquerade and it's basically just like a role-playing game with a bunch of horny vampires. And I was like, yeah, that is totally, totally up my alley. So there are a few like game adapt, like video game adaptations. And there's another one coming out next year, apparently. <clears throat> but there was one that came out two years ago. So I'm looking to buy that now. It's only like 25 bucks. So that's what I'm looking forward to playing next. Other than that, you know, I've been reading... I got that fucked up romance book from Nadia. I got to finish the second one. I also went out of my way to buy a copy of 120 Days of Sodom by the Marquis de Sade. What? <laughs> <laughs> I come back and I hear like some Arabic shit. What the fuck did you do with the podcast while I was gone? <laughs> I'm just telling you about the books that I have ready to read now. <clears throat> well, guess what? When what? we start the news, we always start with our usual soundbite of da 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 ba ba bum. I didn't bring the computer, but we do have this. Move it, shake it, shake it, move it, move it, shake it, shake it, move it, move it, shake it. Da da news. Okay, I haven't written down. Did you bring any? You didn't even need to. I got you, but just did yeah, I have I have no news. Shoot, I got news. I've got three news. Okay, actually, if is the whole Candace Owens Ben Shapiro thing no, on your news? didn't have okay, that we... on my news. Okay. So first and foremost, the ten highway in California has apparently been shut down for an indefinite amount of time because want to guess? Slow down, back up, say what? that all again. <laughs> I always forget. Sometimes I talk stupid fast. Yeah, stop being a heeb and talk normally. Oh, that's three times. <laughs> <laughs> My God. No. Okay. In Los Angeles, they have a couple highways, right? One of them is called the 10. The 10 is one of those major arteries that's in Los Angeles. It is shut down indefinitely while repairs are made. Care to guess? What happened to cause so much damage to the 10? What happened to cause so much damage to the 10? Yeah. The hood rolled in with a bunch of guns. 
Nope. No, no, no. A bunch of people who had just robbed targets got on the road all at the same time. Ooh. <laughs> and it's just Mad Max out there. They're just driving around shooting gas at each other. <laughs> it's like, we can't allow... <laughs> Even we can't let people drive down this road. <laughs> no. I'm not sure, though. No, tell me. A stack of pallets underneath the bridge caught on fire and destroyed the bridge completely. And... So basically a homeless encampment caught on fire because that's what the homeless do. They like to light each other on fire. And that is one of the biggest reasons why there's so many forest fires in fucking California is these fucking homeless people lighting each other's tents on fire when they have beefs. But the news won't tell you about that. But anyway, they uh, they lit the uh, underneath of a bridge on fire so bad that it is no idea when it'll be fixed. Hopefully someday, but they don't know. It's just fucked. So you're telling me a bunch of homeless people had fights with lighters and that caused a bridge to basically collapse? Yeah, but it's a very important bridge. This is a major thoroughfare. To be to be honest, what you've just described does sound like a good Mad Max movie. Now I want to watch that. Doesn't it? Right? Like you're stranded on one side of the bridge and you've got to fight your way across the like L.A. River. Yeah, and, and the, then there's, you know, instead of having, like, that vehicle with the drums, it's just a boat with drums. And instead of fucking spraying, like, that silver paint that they had in Fury Road, they're just spraying, spraying feces because it's California and there's poop everywhere, apparently. Exactly. Well, not in San Francisco. Not anymore, now that, what, Jinping was there? Xi Jinping, that's my other yeah. news story. So San Francisco is a fucking butthole, oh. right? Hold on, that was a really good segue. That was Wasn't a natural it? segue. Oh my god. Okay, okay. It's like we're, go, go hey, on. a year into this, and we're getting pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. We might have something here. Um, <laughs> so yeah, San Francisco is the, a butthole on the face of planet Earth. Right? It's gross. This is full of used needles, spent condoms, and junkies. Mm-hmm. But apparently, despite how you know, like. There's all these different organizations to try to help with the homeless, let alone the government trying to help with the homeless. And for some reason, they can't seem to figure it out. But when Xi Jinping is going to come pay a visit, they suddenly magically, over the course of three nights, clear the entire place out, new fresh coat of paint on every fucking graffitied banister and wall and fucking billboard. It looks good as new, pristine. Happened in a matter of days. Where the fuck did they take all these homeless people? Where, like, where did they go? Adrenochrome. What? No. Bloodbaths. There we go. Bloodbaths. No. Spirit cooking. Spirit cooking. Spirit cooking? Spirit cooking. Is that an offshoot of Spirit Airlines? No. That sounds far friendlier. Spirit cooking is basically demonic <clears throat> cooking that the celebrities all indulge in, and it basically involves drinking and eating blood. They would not eat homeless. Are you kidding me? Gross. Yeah, they're too dirty now that now that you mention it. Okay. I'll bet you that Brendan Flowers showed up with his fucking bass. Did you know he plays bass? And he marched them all to Auschwitz. It's a pretty long march, man. I don't know if they'd make it. Like the Pied Piper. Okay. That's. I mean, okay. it's a working theory. It's not, you know, I don't have it all the details nailed down, but it makes sense, kind of. Nope, not kind of, but I'm with you. I'm sticking with you, though. Don't worry. doesn't sound like you're with me. Uh, so, okay, so Winnie the Pooh, right? Yeah. 
He came to San Francisco, so now all the poop is gone, all the homeless are gone. Right. You got to impress and... the Chinese. Right. <laughs> so where did the... I saw the pictures? The there are some before and after pictures. It's wild. Mr. Yeah, it's night and day fucking difference, and it makes you wonder why the where. If you're a business owner or a taxpayer in that town, you've got to be furious, right? So it's like they they can clean it up. They could have cleaned it up. They apparently chose not to until they had a good reason. But then again, I guess this happens a lot because I, like the Super Bowl will be in town or it'll be like they're thinking about hosting the Olympics. So the Olympic Committee is coming to L.A. to look at it or whatever. There's some big or like the Oscars even. They can clean up pretty decent sizable areas and be like, oh, no, look, see, it's great. Um, but they clean up an entire city. I'd, yeah, I'd be pretty fucking pissed. Yep. When I do it, does it sound as good as yours? I don't know. I don't even know how mine sounds. <laughs> like, I can, I can, I can just hear the acrylic nails when you're like, I got to put my nails on, by the way. I took them off yesterday, so. <laughs> All right. Okay, so California or San Francisco, at least, is clean out. Now, why is uh, why is Winnie the Pooh visiting San Francisco? Uh, oh, I do know why. It's some sort of, like, they're working on climate change initiatives. Fuck off. Are you kidding me? You think China cares? Oh, I was listening to Mike Baker. He's a former CIA guy. He was on uh, Joe Rogan, which Shane Gillis calls Joe Rogan St. Rogies. And so if you hear me say St. Rogies, I mean Joe Rogan. Because I think okay. calling him St. Rogies is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. He's like, yeah, dude, I was on St. Rogies. I was working out with The Rock on St. The Rock was on Joe Rogan yesterday. When was that? Yesterday. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Ah. Uh, the Rock is kind of boring. He's very like just agreeable and just kind of like nice, and he just kind of agrees. He's very politician esque. Yeah, I heard um, there, or not heard, but I read that there was a rumor circulating that there are certain people in the Democrat Party that want him to run in twenty twenty. He mentions that he says he okay. didn't say which party. He goes, one of the parties came to me in twenty twenty, and they wanted me to run, and they showed me all these different graphs and de like pie charts and just basically if you do this 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 you will win and he's like i'm a wrestler and now i'm being approached to be the president of the united states he's like i don't think i can handle this but the whole time he's on rogan he sounds very like just like level-headed on the ball agreeable with joe i don't know man it was very politician-y mm -hmm. but he also seems like a cool dude i don't know he's a likable guy I'm I'm just kind of whatever with him. Remember when the Hawaii thing happened? And yeah, he's uh, still pissed about that. They talked about that too. Okay, but he was like, uh, he was hardcore shilling for money for like, uh, was it like aid funds and all that stuff? And we're just like, bro, you're literally a multimillionaire. Why are you shilling for money? And he was doing it with Oprah too. Well, because uh, what's he gonna do? Give away his all the money he's made to Maui? He's making the point that's like, hey, government. You accidentally, this is what they talked about on the show. You accidentally sent six billion over to Ukraine that you didn't mean to send, and that could cover rebuilding everyone's house on Maui. The fuck? 
And they're just like, what? And they were very like, um, put America first, which is like nice to see. <laughs> Fuck it, I'll vote for The Rock if he's like, let's take care of Americans before we take care of the rest of the world. Like, yeah, dude, let's go. He's like, but basically, you know, are we not Amer like Hawaiians are Americans? Do we not care to fix bridges and rebuild how like America first, dude? You know, all that shit Trump was saying. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> remember that guy? Remember that Donald Trump fella? Yeah, I do remember that Donald Trump fella. I, I'm also noticing that now back on the socials, everyone said, I can't live in another trump run country or i won't survive living in this country in 2024 if trump yeah. is elected share share uh, said that just like she left the last time he won right right barbara streisand said it as well um stephen king's been going on about some sort of shit on that Twitter dude as well. i i realized the other day i think he's just trolling because he was bitching about the marvels and being like why don't people want to see it the only reason I don't think, like, I think that all of that complaining he does is genuine is because he's a shitty writer. Um, I don't know how to like, read, so I'll have to take your word for it. Okay, that's fair. Uh, so Stephen King is revered as one of the masters of, in modern horror. And I've read a couple of his things. I really liked Pet Cemetery, but Pet Cemetery isn't really a horror movie, so a horror uh, book. So much as it is a study in family dynamics and loss. And that's a, those are two common things that he always, like, all of his books end up go, like, boiling down to with some horror elements. I read The Shining a couple months ago, and that book is fucking terrible. Yeah. Um, I, it wasn't that scary. It drags on for far too long. I don't really give a shit about the ins and outs of this family. I just want ghost shit to happen. Um, he seems to be able to describe what it's like being a female getting cream pied a little bit too accurately as well. Ooh. On top of that, in his book, what's a cream pied? Cream pie. You know, when you come inside a woman. And then what? That's it. That's what it's called. I think a there's more pie. to that act. Is there? I think so. What What else is in there? So, when a man really loves a woman, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes he'll spunk up in that in that junk. Yes, coming in the woman. Yes, we got that far. Then I think you're supposed to go down on said woman. No, I think so. Hold on. Okay, I'm looking this up. What? Because okay. otherwise. Why are we naming it after a food item? No, okay. A cream pie is a sexual app commonly featured in hardcore pornography, which a man ejaculates inside his partner's vagina or anus without the use of a condom, resulting in visible seeping or dripping of semen from the orifice. And that's it? That's it. I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about like cum eating, which is something different. Ugh. Yeah. Don't, no, don't. Okay, don't. anyways. So... I once knew a fella who saved that stuff in the fucking fridge. You're joking. You're joking. I'm not joking. I found this out after we were no longer friends. I found this out through a third party. That Hold on. Okay, discuss. <clears throat> yeah, this is worth discussing. Discuss. So we're I'm not friends with the primary person third party tells me all this crazy shit that they were told about this person. One of those things was that parents were getting mad at him because he's, you know, in his twenties living at home. 
for spunking into a Ziploc bag and saving it in the fridge to put on food items. And I was like, oh, you're joking. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You're telling me this dude was coming in a Ziploc bag and leaving it in the family fridge. That's right. It blows your mind, doesn't it? I know. It makes me question so many things. <laughs> Did you ever eat at his house? No, 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 no. And that's one of my biggest phobias is eating food at people's houses. You know that, right? Hold on, hold on. Okay, this just raises more. So he was saving his own cum mm-hmm. to put on food to eat. Here's the was thing. He... I don't think he always kept it in the family fridge. I think it was kind of like a spare of the moment. Sometimes it ended up there. I'm not. A, I, the details are. Murky. How? Hold on, hold on. So his parents didn't notice that occasionally there was just a bag full of cum in their fridge? I would. Right. When you say that, it makes all the sense in the world. You would think that you would notice. Then again, think about all the times that there's been something at the back of your fridge that you didn't notice for months. Okay, then my next question is, is if you really wanted to put cum on food, why wouldn't you just spunk on the food? I'd assume because sometimes (laughs) you're in the mood for talking. But not ejaculating. But again, I'm just. But you're eating cum anyway, so you are in the mood for it. Dude, I really don't know. And here's the other part that I should probably fill you. Tacos is another good title, by the way. No, the Killers at Auschwitz is fucking beautiful. And if you could find that picture, oh my god! And I could, uh, please find that picture. Okay, all right. What was I gonna say? Okay, let me let, let me shine the light on this just a little bit. So that it might help bring things into focus. The third party that reported all this information to me was Kelsey. Okay. So what I too have questions, like you have questions. I asked Kelsey and she's like, I don't have the details. And she had stopped talking to that third party since. So we couldn't get clarification. Okay. And then, so I thought that this person was just clinically insane to even think of doing such an act. Yes, as you should. I think the same thing as well. Then through just like, you know, I listen to a ton of podcasts. I find out that this is not an uncommon thing. It's pretty fucking rare, but people do do this. It's a thing. Like when I found out that furries were a thing, I was like, surely this is just one person. No. There's like other people. I don't think there's a whole lot of people just saving their cum to eat it, dude. Should we make a poll on Twitter? Not it. Yeah. Not it. No, I'm not making that fucking poll on my Twitter. (laughs) Well, I called not it. Will we decide? No. No. (laughs) I have almost 7,000 followers. I can't can't be putting that type of bullshit. I'm about to be on Chrissy Mayer next week. (laughs) You telling me that you guys couldn't have a fun conversation talking about this? I have a fucking GoFund. Why would I want to give money to this chick's legal fund when she's talking about whether we can eat cum on Twitter? Come on, man. (laughs) Come on. You sell out. You used to be cool. (laughs) Shut up, you heeb. Oh, damn it. (laughs) Four times. All right, hold on. Okay, so this dude was saving his cum to put on food to eat. That's as far as you know. Yep. I don't have any proof. Like, to his benefit, Kelsey could just be fucking crazy and spreading all torts, all sorts of lies. All right, we don't know all sorts of lies, all torts of highs. 
We don't know. But these are the types of things that I'll be on my deathbed, and these this will race through my brain. <laughs> Honey, what are your final thoughts? The jizz. Come in the fridge. <laughs> Why would you put jizz in your parents' fridge? <laughs> They're going to notice. What if your parents tried it, <laughs> thinking it was a food item? You know what? Um, you're giving me a great idea for merch right now. <laughs> Do tell, comeback. <laughs> just like this fucking like this little stick figure, right? <laughs> he's just like he's just he's shifty eyed looking around, and you just feel like he's opening a fridge in the dead of night. Yeah. And then there's a bag in his hand, and then just written on the bag it says "come." <laughs> and what? Wait, is this a cartoon that we're doing, or is <laughs> this it... is a cartoon that we're gonna put on eighty seven fifty merch one day? So you think that merch is just like a comic book panel? Because this is not the first time you've had an idea for merch that is just a comic book page. It's funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's not funny. I, is that a thing they do in Canada? You just wear around comic no, books? No, it's just, it's like, just like I, I visualize it, that's all. And then I'll try to conceptualize it, and it won't come across the same way. Because I've never just been out and about, and I see somebody with a hoodie with like a Calvin and Hobbes comic on there. And I'm like, hey, slow down. Let me read this. I mean, there's only one word to read, and it's come. <laughs> but... But you hold on. In my mind, this was several frames. It was like a house with like a little because you said stick figures. It's got like a little crudely drawn house, maybe like a cat outside with like twig legs, a chimney with a squiggly coming out of the top. And then it's like a, just a box of fridge and the and the stick figures getting all like close to it and they have a shifty eye look. Then the next frame is like the fridge being opened and then it's him standing there, same shifty look and then a bag and the bag just says C-U-M. And the M. Yeah, that could work as well. The the U is backwards. How is uh, okay? All right. Like, why is the U backwards? I don't know. It's just funny in my mind. <laughs> We're getting somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should just make a comic book. Come <laughs> in the at- fridge, comic book. Look out, Ripperverse. <laughs> Here we come. Actually, you know what? You're on to something. <laughs> if he can do it, why not us? You know what? No, okay, We I have was, ideas. I, was, I have pens. I was, talking, I was talking to someone in my DMs earlier today, um, and he's like an author, and he sent me a link for his stuff. I'm like, okay, this this sounds cool. Like, I'll check it out when I have a little bit more like wiggle room in my budget. And I told him, like, listen, there is so much terribly written smut out there that <laughs> I could publish a smut book and it would take take off. Oh, we remember like, your Call of Duty fan fiction. And I was like, and that's that's the weak sauce. Think of what I could write now that I've actually had sex. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote that when you were a virgin? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> So think about what I could write now that I'm not a virgin. (laughs) We could be making millions. I am definitely down to attach my name to this. And then we can make the Cum Fiesta series. The Cum Fiesta. Dude. Yeah. 
the tales of a young boy who likes to eat his. I'm, I'm actually. I'm now that you now. say the word cum fiesta, I'm pretty sure I've told this story on the podcast before, and that may have been the title. Okay, hold on. I'm writing this down. <clears throat> cum fiesta. We can make it a saga, three part series. Cum fiesta comic. Mm-hmm. I like this idea, yeah. <laughs> I like this idea. I want to see somebody's face when they find your notebook, like forgotten on a bus, and they just <laughs> open it up and come fiesta comic. And then just, just crew drives. Just to be on the safe side, I wrote come the normal way, C O M E. Really? In, yes. Just in case your parents find your diary and you're like, oh, uh, well, no, okay, just in case I, you, I take this to work with me because I will take it to work with me and I leave it there by accident because I've done that before. And, and someone some kid opens is it. like, Miss Bex, what does comfiesta mean? Right, exactly. That'd be exactly. an awkward work day, huh? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. A little crude drawing. You're telling me. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. So, uh, dudes eating their cum aside. <coughs> oh, right. How did we get here? News. Uh, cream pies. Oh, eating the homeless? Uh, Was it eating the homeless? Maybe spirit cooking? Yeah, but what brought us to spirit cooking? Yeah, eating the homeless. Yeah, eating the homeless, because we didn't know what they were doing with the bodies. Where did they put all those homeless people? That's like a lot of people. Where the fuck are they at? Um, but anyway, just crazy that they can completely clean up a town that they're always like, well, I don't know what to do about the homeless. It's like, oh, apparently you do when like the fucking Xi Jinping is in the hood. Oh, when that's right. Dictator comes by. <laughs> that's fucking right. Why is he there? He's talking about green energy, which is hilarious because China, dude, those sneaky motherfuckers. One, they put a new coal plant online about every two weeks. They come up with another coal plant because coal is like, you know, one of those things that fucking works. Mm-hmm. But the other thing that they do that's fucking sneaky is that they are like backdoor funneling money into all these green initiatives around our country to try to get us to leave the fucking precious minerals and ore alone so that they can fucking get to it. Um, <clears throat> fun fact, they actually have already done that in Canada. Mind-blowing, no. right? And apparently right, they know that it won't really work on a federal level because that's they, they, they can't move that much of a mountain. But what they do is they influence lo- state and local elections. <sighs> They're turning the frogs gay, too. I have no words. I have well, no it's words. one of those things where it's like, you know that they're super, sh- like, you know that China's shifty. And oh, another thing that's happening, this isn't even in my news, but a, a TikTok is apparently turning a bunch of fucking, what's the next generation underneath millennial? Gen Z? I think it's Gen Z, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> they're showing them all the uh, Osama bin Laden's letter to America from fucking like 2022, where he explains why he was like, I'm going to blow up some Twin Towers. And these goddamn idiot children are like, I think he makes some valid points. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I, I can see, I can see like why terrorists are coming after America, right? All, we got all these like, bases over there. We keep, uh, you know, fucking them up left, right, and center. Might piss some people off. I don't know. 
just seems like he's getting a fan base on TikTok. And it's like, go figure that Chinese app that uh, you remember when Trump was like, yeah, this may this might not be the greatest thing to have an entire generation consuming all day, every day. Right. And they're like, shut up, bigot. <clears throat> well, now it's apparently teaching them to be a little sympathetic towards the plight of Osama bin Laden. I'm sorry, what? Didn't you hear me? Did you say that one more time? Did you check out for a minute? No, I thought I just heard you say that people are being more sympathetic towards Osama bin Laden. They are. Tick, uh, children via TikTok. That was a very audible swig of water. <clears throat> um, my throat is getting a bit dry. That's why. Okay. Um, why are people getting uh, sympathetic to Osama bin Laden? <laughs> Did you really not hear anything I said? No, I didn't. I really did black out, I think. You were jacking off in your own mind. You're thinking about taco sauce, weren't you? I mean, it doesn't work the same way for women, though. No, but like... Let's say you lived with your husband. Okay. Let's say he starts jaying it into some uh, zip Ziploc bags. You could then have access to taco sauce. Nope, nope, nope. Because <clears throat> I am the one that always cleans and stocks our fridge. Well, so in, in this know. scenario, you are interested in this thing. You're not, you know. I would never be fucking interested in eating cold cum. <laughs> what if you warmed it up in the microwave? That's disgusting, bro. Oh, <laughs> think about it. It's just like, think about it. When you fucking cum, like just normally, right? It already gets kind of clumpy after a couple minutes hitting the air. Can you imagine what that shit's going to be like in a fridge? That is a great question. And also... How many times do you have to jay off into that bag to get like a substantial amount? Like, think about a, a jar of Tabasco. Eight ounces? How long, do, how many events to fill up a Tabasco shaker? What do you think they call that? Jar? Okay, maybe because I've heard that eating more protein and drinking more water can increase the volume of male cum. Dude, due to me listening to way too many podcasts, I do, I believe it's celery juice, does it? So maybe he might have been living at home, but maybe he was hitting the gym. <clears throat> nope. Oh, he was a fucking slob, eh? Dude, Ace Guy fucked on this guy hard. <laughs> he mentioned to this fellow that he should start working out, and he was like, eh, maybe. And then Ace Guy started working out literally that day. And then he waited three months, brought the subject up again, and was like, hey, dude, remember when I told you that you should start working out? Well, I took my own advice, and I'm down whatever it was, like 40 pounds, I put on X amount of muscle, and you could have done that too had you just fucking listened to me three months ago. Get your ass in the gym. And he was like, nah. <laughs> it was one of the most diabolical moves Ace Guy ever did. So he's a fat guy eating his own cum. Mm -hmm. Which means that cum's gonna taste fucking disgusting on top of that. Why? I'm just, okay, because what you eat fucking goes into your cum. Okay, you haven't eaten a dude's cum, I'm assuming. You don't know me. Okay, then you have eaten a dude's cum. <laughs> no, okay. I have not. For instance, okay, maybe this will be TMI, but... Oh, we're already there. Sake, we're already well past okay, that. For argument's sake, I have noticed in the events that I perform fellatio on my husband, 
I noticed that his stuff tastes different if he's eaten, say, junk food the day before really? versus if he's eaten like a salad. And yeah. junk food makes it worse? Yes. You might think with like sugary trans fatty stuff, it might shift the no, needle, needle it, towards it, the positive. It makes, no, it fucking tastes hair. It's it's the same way if you were to perform fellatio on a woman, you could also taste it. Really? Yeah. I've never been past second base, so I don't know. Gotcha. Okay. Um, again, we're not going to get into it, but, you know, I've been told based on certain things I eat. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. I just want to know how he got... Why his own cum? What happened for him to think, like, I like eating my own cum? Vex, we're going to talk af- off air. I have... Uh, th- th- this is one of a couple stories I got. <laughs> this is more pressing news. And if we still talk to Kelsey, she has pictures of some of these things that I could have forwarded to you. Why does Kelsey have pictures of it? Dude... I'll, t- I'll explain later. 8750 Discord patrons in there, if you guys were around, which most... The, the crew has been the same crew for a good amount of time. You guys have seen this. You guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Everybody who's like a patron in the Discord, they're like, yep, I know this. I know this story. <laughs> yeah, Vex. This is disgusting. I'll bring you up to speed. Oh, one more news story, though. So, over the weekend, there was a big UFC event at Madison Square Garden in New York. In attendance was Donald Trump, who came walking out with, do you know who? Jared Leto. No. Do you not know who? No. He walks out with two people. One of them is a musician, one of them a news person. Guess who the musician was he walked out with? Jared Leto. Nope. Jared Leto's Uh... probably pretty lefty, dude, don't you figure? Yeah, I know, but I know that he was pictured at that fight. That's what Oh, really? Okay. No, not Jared Leto. Yeah. Um, it's a rock star, isn't yep. it? The lead singer of Guns N' Roses. Oh, what's his? Axl Rose? Yes. No. Axl Rose, I think, is a bitch. I don't think that he would do something like that. Oh, this is the type of dude who shoots up a Bud Light, <laughs> Bud Light case. Oh, Kid Rock? Yeah, it's Kid Rock. My name is Kid. I guess they came walking out to American Badass by Kid Rock. And uh, so it was him, Don Trump, Kid Rock. Want to guess the reporter? Megan Kelly. Nope, it's a dude. Oh, it's a dude. Okay. Um, it's not a lefty dude, of course. Of course. That'd be great. <clears throat> Tucker calls. Yep, Tucker, you fucking got it. Okay. Wouldn't it be great if it was Don Lemon, though? Wouldn't it, you'd just be like, that would- what? It confuses you. Yeah, that would, it would be almost would as confusing as storing your own jizz in the Ziploc bag in your parents' fridge. No, it wouldn't be that confusing. <laughs> nope. That's a whole other fucking thing. How level. do you not want to talk to Chrissy Mayer about this? This is great. This is good content. I'm sure that people are loving this conversation. They're not throwing up at all. Bro, I can feel the fucking acid bubbling in my stomach as we, like, as I think about it deeper and deeper. I, yeah, it's one of the things, it's like when people, like, like kids on the playground would fuck with each other and be like, oh, yeah, your mom or your grandma, whatever. You can say all these types of things. 
not that big a deal. It's until you start to picture it, then it gets fucking real. You can't picture it. You just say words. Don't draw mental pictures. I, I just, I can't, I really just want to <clears> know <throat> what the inciting incident was for, for him to start eating his own cum. Yeah. Oh God. And he's, ugh, oh, and he's fat. Don't, ugh. don't let me forget. I got, I got some, <clears throat> I got some tails. Mm. Okay. Do you have another news story? No, this story's not over. So the place erupts. And here's the thing. So in my mind, because people were being like, Tim Pool came out and was saying, this is, this is New York City. This is as blue as a city gets. And Donald Trump is getting cheered like this. He's definitely going to win. <laughs> this is the same thing he said in 2020. He's definitely going to win in 2024, hands down. And I was like, okay, but like, think it's the UFC crowd, though. You know what I mean? Not a bunch of lefties probably hanging out, watching people fight. That's kind of a, you know, a tough, like a high T type of mm-hmm. event. But here's the thing, though. Joe Rogan brought it up on his podcast with Mike Baker today. And he was like, dude, I've been to Madison Square Garden and I've been there when Trump is there. And he would come out and you would hear a lot of cheers. You'd also hear boos. He's like, D- it's never been like this. This this was an eruption of people freaking out and cheering. Uh, so he was like, this, this is something different. This is a new beast. So I was like, oh, okay, maybe Tim Pool had a point. Here's the thing that happened. When, they were, when Trump was about to walk out, he's kind of like waiting off on the side. A picture was taken. In the background is Bill Burr. Bill Burr is just kind of looking up at Trump. Bill, what the f- Okay. Bill Burr is with his wife, Nia. Do you know anything about Bill Burr's wife? No, nothing about his wife. One thing I didn't know for a very long time until... Uh, so I used to listen to Bill Burr's Monday morning podcast, and every, then I, I knew he was married to a woman named Nia. She came on, and I was like, wait a minute. Is Bill Burr is married to a black lady? Yeah, he is. Not that it's that big of a, I just didn't expect it. You know what I mean? He's like the palest, whitest dude ever. And then I didn't like, expect that either. Right. And it's like, oh, interesting. Not that I care. It's just interesting. Um, so Nia is with him and she is flipping the double, double middle fingers at Donald Trump. And uh, the picture got taken. And then so I made a clip of this and put it on my Twitter. I don't know if you saw it, but it's Joe Rogan and Mike Baker talking about it. And Joe Rogan's like, uh, yeah, she had a real Bud Light moment right there, which is kind of funny because him and Bill are pretty good friends. To call his wife a Bud Light moment. Give it a Googs and find that. the picture. Um, I don't get that. To call your wife a Bud Light, she's trans? No, just like she made an unforced error. Like, just sit there and... Because Bill Burr kind of does that thing where he walks the fence between left and right, but his fan base probably skews more right. And he, when he does his jokes, like when he does his specials and stuff i've seen him obviously he does take shots at both sides but he seems to come down like more landing on the right so then to have your wife double flipping off trump he's probably gonna lose some ticket sales and now people are like bill you need to explain this and blah 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 so she caused bill burr a big old headache and probably some ticket sales for no real good fucking reason unforced air bud light move Okay. <clears throat> you get it? I get it. I get it. So there, out of all the podcasts I listen to, there's two dudes who are married to somebody who make no fucking sense, and it drives me crazy. One is Adam Carolla. His wife, Lynette, is a fucking basket case weirdo. And Adam Carolla is, like, very rational and logical and 
his wife is a fucking nut. And I'm like, how the fuck did you two end up together? And the other one is Bill Burr. Because Nia would come on the podcast all the time. And she seems like the most basic of basic bitches. And Bill Burr is another like critical, notices things, smart, clever. And then his wife is like, just the worst. Just simple. And then interestingly enough, Adam Carolla getting a divorce. Oh. Yeah. Wait, Adam Carolla. Hold on, hold on. Is he the the wispy looking dude? Wispy? <sighs> Is he on Tim Pool? No. Okay, never mind then. I'm confused. He else. actually did have Tim Pool on two weeks ago, and Tim Pool actually did a really good job. Okay. Okay. I was surprised. Tim Pool wasn't a bitch. Okay. No, not really. And he like helped explain like his uncle is like I don't understand like why, and he just doesn't understand things like. <sighs> How do idiots fall like useful idiots? It drives him crazy. He doesn't understand how it's like. I get that like China wants to have more access to precious metals, and but so then they push green initiatives. But how does so like China's funding a politician that he understands? The politician is pushing this green energy stuff, but how does it then people support that politician and like will take to Twitter and have hours worth of arguments with people? For causes that don't hold any water, useful idiots that I don't understand. And Tim Pool was like, follow the money and like tribal. I don't know. It was a good interview. Okay. What was I going to say? Oh, he's not a wispy guy. He's a. Do you ever watch The Man Show from 100 years ago? Nope. Yeah. All right. Shit. Then I don't know what else you might have seen him in. He's a tall dude, older host of Loveline best show ever i'm sure if i saw a picture of him it would i just like oh i've seen this dude but it's just like thinking about him right now i nothing is coming to we'll me. give it a goobs okay adam is it corolla like toyota corolla yeah c-a-r-o-l-l-e no it's not it's not spelled like corolla yeah it is no Car- toyota corolla is c-o adam corolla is c-a mm, you're sure Yes, I'm looking at it right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, this this dude is fucking ugly as sin. My God, but his wife is cute. Well. But she's dumb. What color is her hair? It's like a reddish brown. Okay. Yeah, that's Lynette. Yeah, she's the worst, man. I was always like, what the fuck is he doing with her? She's, she's, like, she she sounds like in her voice. So, yeah, him and Bill Burr never understood so anyway nia caused bill burr quite the headache over the weekend so good job but you showed that donald trump who by the way wasn't even looking at her at all had no fucking idea <laughs> like bill burr also had no idea he, i'm sure he found out later when the picture shows up on his phone and it's like oh everybody's talking about this and he was like god damn it <laughs> can you just imagine that car ride Ah, shit. Right. No, but... That's not a good Bill Burr fucking impression. Hold on. Ah, shit. There we go. <laughs> Look at this. They got me pictured with this Donald Trump guy. But this dude's in the entertainment industry. Like, his his bread and butter is basically appealing to both sides. Because if you pick a line, it really isolates your audience, right? Like, Michael Jordan used to always say, like, you know, uh, why, why do you, like, appeal to conservatives? And he'd be like, conservatives buy sneakers. What the fuck? I want to sell sneakers. What? That's a famous Michael Jordan quote. 
conservatives buy sneakers. Yeah. Because he, I guess he'd get called out for not being harder against like Bush and stuff like that. And he was like, conservatives buy sneakers too. Or Dolly Parton is another one who's like, I'm not here to like get political. I'm making music for all y'all motherfuckers. Didn't Dolly Parton also shill the vax really hard? I don't know. She did. So much for making music only, huh, Dolly? <laughs> I guess I'll have to take your word for it. I never really heard about her being like super pro vaccination. And I wouldn't be surprised if like after new evidence, I don't know. Dolly, every time I've heard Dolly Parton, she's so fucking like likable. I don't think I've really heard anything about her aside from that. Yeah, she's cool. She yeah, seems like I a just, cool lady. I just, yeah. Um, do we have any more news? No. Oh, you do. All right. Do you want to keep going? Let's just see if we can get it done in 20 minutes or less. I kind of want to discuss this movie, The Killer, as well, after we get this. All right, so then let's do the short version. Um, so ever since October 7th happened and the uh, Hamas came over the wall and fucked up some Jewish people, uh, Ben Shapiro has been a hysteric woman ever since. And, like, that's fine. But, you know, when it comes to helping dictate what should be done with who and where, it's like, you know, maybe you pipe down and let people with more rational, like, more rational thinking take the wheel there, Ben. Without a fucking tampon stuck up their coos yeah. talk, maybe? Like, I get it. Ben Shapiro's, like, back and forth to Israel all the time. This, like, really hits home for him. I, I get it. But, uh, like, D Dave Smith from part of the problem he pointed out he's like dude ben shapiro's been a hysterical woman and it's like oh yeah this is and if that's exactly the type of person that ben shapiro often attacks is people who are like acting or thinking hysterical women <laughs> yeah liberal women like aoc like that's his that's who he goes after all the time just like not really thinking things through just acting on emotion and just wow that's been him ever since october 7th and candace owens i i don't even know what her stance was on Israel, Palestine, whatever. I think she was basically like, we need to calm down and like try to keep people alive. And so it seemed like it was a private event. Somebody was filming like on their phone and they recorded some like Ben Shapiro was taking questions from the audience. And Ben Shapiro was asked about Candace, Candace Owens. And he's like, I think that she's been being irrehensible, despicable. Okay. Well, I'm asking you kind of. He said one of those words. I don't I don't know the details on this specific conference that you're talking oh, okay. about. At all. He's like standing yeah. there. He's like he's got people around him. It seems like it's a private event that he's speaking at. So mm -hmm. probably the type of thing where it's like, don't fucking record me. And then somebody was recording him. And he's like, I think she's been like just she's being gross about her opinions on the subject. And so then she fired back a little bit. But then eventually it leads to her making a post about like you can't be wealthy and also get into heaven. Um, like your money just comes between you and God. She says that on Twitter, Ben Shapiro replies and is like, if, if all this money that you're making from the daily wire is hindering your relationship with God, God, by all means quit. Hold on. You got it a little wrong. A oh, okay. Little wrong. Um, cause like, here's the, uh, okay. Here's the other piece. I, I found the video, but I haven't watched it yet. Apparently, Ben Shapiro, a couple days ago as well, he, on one of his uh, pre-recorded videos on his channel, he basically made a statement that the Daily Wire is anti-Christian, and Candace Owens, if most people aren't aware, she is a hardcore, like, she 
when she turned when she went conservative she went christian as well okay so uh, and she's not afraid in saying that she believes in God and she prays and yada, yada, yada. There's no way the Daily Wire or Ben Shapiro said the Daily Wire is anti-Christian. There's no he, way. He made a statement alluding to such. That's like so, 98 percent of their demographic. Right, right. Um, but like at the same time, yeah, a lot of people have acknowledged like Ben Shapiro has been acting like a pro-war little bitch um, ever since everything. Like the exact thing he brought, like he built his own platform on is now him. <laughs> yeah. So I haven't listened to him since like a couple of days after October 7th. I listened to him. And he was going mental. Um, the last thing I listened to Ben Shapiro talk about was him singing WAP. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I just He's like, oh my god, what is this? Content. A wet ass pussy. Yeah. That's disgusting. You should see a doctor. If you if your pussy is making that much moisture, you need to see a doctor immediately. Birch cold. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he made something like that, and then I guess maybe it was in combination with the event that you're talking about. Candace Owen put out a tweet which was a Bible quote. Yeah, and then she's saying Christ is King or whatever, and. Ben Shapiro responded to that thinking that it was about him essentially um, and then she retorted back with what you're saying like oh it's a it's a conflict of interest to think that you get into heaven and make money and then he's like Candace by all means uh, if you think that working at the Daily Wire and earning money from us is a conflict of interest you're welcome to quit and then she clapped back do you have that one and then she oh hold on okay her response on. to that was so good she's like you've been hysterical yeah, yeah. Actually, this was one of the few times where I actually agree with Candace, but she waited too fucking long to say anything about it. <sighs> Hold on. Opening Twitter. Scrolling. 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 And then scrolling. While you scroll, she showed up on Tucker Carlson last night on his show that's on Twitter. X. So boring. I I was trying to watch it, and it's just like, ugh. It's just those two jacking each other off, and I was like, I'm good. Makes fucking sense. Okay, there we go. So, okay, Christ is king. Okay, so there was a Christ is king, and then she's uh, Ben Shapiro said, Candace, if you feel, yeah, taking money from the Daily Wire somehow comes between you and God, by all means, quit. And then she responded to that. You've been acting unprofessional and emotionally unhinged for weeks now, and we've all had to sit back and allow it and have all tried to exercise exceeding understanding for your raw emotion. But you can cross a certain but you cross a certain line when you come for scripture and read yourself into it. I will not tolerate it. Yeah. Sorry, voice crack. Um yeah. So they're going um, like, back I mean, and forth hard. The, fir the first part of it is fine. Um and it, it basically ends there. And I think, yeah, like you said, now both of them are just making videos talking about the situation. Um, I am honestly of the belief this is all for clout. Uh, yeah, maybe. So do you remember? at the beginning I don't know. Ben Shapiro's, they're both way too petty. That's to... why I think this is for fucking clout. So hold on. do you think this is orchestrated to bring more attention to both of themselves and also the Daily Wire? Or do you think that it's just... What do you mean for clout? Okay, so let me let me backtrack a little bit. Okay, do you remember what happened with Steven Crowder at the very very beginning of this year? Oh right, yeah. Okay, 
So when that happened, remember that, first of all, Stephen was being a fucking little bitch. He didn't have to say what he said, but he chose to say it. So I'm of the belief, first of all, that all these people are just reacting without being, without thinking, okay? So when that happened, Candace Owens was very vocal about how Steven Crowder is a fucking dumb bitch, essentially. She even went on Tim Pool and was just straight up bashing him. The opposite. She's doing exactly what Ben Shapiro is fucking doing right now. She was unhinged. She was yelling. She was insulting him. She was not calm about it whatsoever. She was acting like a fucking woman, okay? Now, Ben Shapiro is also, he's been quite it he's been weird the last like first it was him shilling the fucking vaccines then it was him just kind of throwing his like anytime any sort of medical opinion would come up into the news you my wife is a doctor and we're like dude we don't we don't fucking care we get it and then he's become insanely pro-war despite for years talking about how it's bad for the u.s government to go to war and how it's against the interests of the american people so now he's acting like this yes it's unhinged for them to just take all of this drama out on Twitter, much like they did with Crowder at the beginning of the year, what did it do for Crowder bringing all that up? It brought subscriptions to his new service. It boosted all of his views on a new, uh, sub- uh, on a new platform. And it brought him in a significant amount of revenue from advertisers as well. You know what's interesting? Mm-hmm. Steven Crowder seems like he's dropped off the face of the earth. He hasn't. I know. I'm sure he's out there and I'm sure people are still watching him. I'm just saying like, you don't see his change my mind meme. You don't see clips of him getting into it with people. I I don't see change my mind meme all the time. Good for you. Yeah. (laughs) But he is going through a divorce. Keep that in mind. Is he really? Yeah. That so the whole drama that started was like there's a video like leaked footage from like their home camera or whatever. And it showed Stephen basically yelling, like verbally abusing his pregnant wife. And then that leaked and then it came out that they were having marital troubles and they saw a counselor and finally they've decided on divorce. And that was like the absolute last uh, route they were looking for because they're both Catholic and they don't believe in in divorce. (laughs) Until they want one, then they do. uh, Yeah, whatever. So that is when all of this drama came out and Candace was also attacking him over that, even though... He was just talking about the next step for the Daily Wire, uh, not the Daily Wire, for the Crow- the Crowder show or what What does he call his show? That's what I'm talking about. He's not culturally Louder relevant. Crowder. Louder with Crowder. There we go. Um, but by then it's like people were already dropping off because there was all the drama about, oh God, what's his face that left the show like a year prior? Not quarterback Garrett. Uh, no, it was like Steve something, I think. There was a very beloved person that worked on that show, and there was a lot of um, speculation as to why he left and the circumstances as to why he hadn't talked about why he left. So there was a lot of, lot of controversy there as well. Do you but ever now- listen to either of these shows? Like, do you listen to too much? You don't listen to Ben Shapiro. Um, no. You ever, like, listen to Crowder very much? Uh, I used to listen to Crowder like 2016, 2017, 2018, and then just didn't care. It just gets so old. Yeah, I, it's that. And also the the only thing that I like that comes out of him is when he goes and does the excuse me, the debates on the college campuses. <laughs> yeah. Somebody he, pointed out about they were talking about Ben Shapiro, but they were like getting into intellectual debates with college freshmen is like the easiest fucking layup in the entire world. 
Mm-hmm. And then you just turn it into content of being like, oh, I owned these fucking college kids. It's like, yeah, good job, dude. The the reason I like the Crowder ones is because he's not the person he is on Louder with Crowder. He's just a normal fucking dude. Yeah. There's there's no flair. There's no theatrics. He's generally just like – he's not trying to own anyone. He's just trying to have a conversation. So I like when he does those, and I'll watch those, but I don't watch any of his like his, his show content. And he's still doing um, those over on Rumble, huh? Yeah. And huh. then with the Daily Wire, so Candace Owens and Ben Shapiro, I think they're onto something that maybe not many of us are onto yet because maybe it's just not showing. But there is a lot of degrading happening for at least a lot of the mainstream outlets. So like I don't know if you saw that like Jezebel, that Vice owned um, like yeah. women's thing, like they went under recently. Right. Um, it looks like like CNN is cutting a lot of staff again. Uh, even Fox is is seeing a bit of a, a dip in their numbers. So I think they're starting to – they understand that drudging up drama, whether it's real or not, correlates to clicks on the content, which correlates to more income for the Daily Wire overall. Um, I'd I say fighting with Candace is probably going to lose you more fans than it gains you. No, I because hold on, they're both under the same subsidiary though. Either way, so the money's going to the same place. But not if she leaves. I don't think she'll leave. She has nothing if she leaves. I assume I, she thinks that she's a strong enough personality that she can keep herself afloat on her own. Here's what I notice about Candace Owen fans: is most Candace Owen fans know that she's a fucking fraud. If the Daily Wire did not sign her, I guarantee you she would just barely be staying afloat and relevant. The Daily Wire is what's keeping her going. Hmm. Other you might have that, a point. Like, other than that, she's just going to become a mama three with her fucking billionaire husband. She's got a billionaire husband? <laughs> I, like, this is another reason why I think Candace Owens is a fucking grift, aside from switching sides for the money. Um... So she, the, you remember Parler, that like alternative to Twitter yeah, or something yeah. like that. So her husband, George Farmer, he's a British dude. He's a tech, a business tech millionaire, also comes from family wealth, also has royal ties. They Royal, elect, like King of England royal? Like he's got, like he's got royal blood in his family. Really? Yes. So they allegedly met at like one of those like turning point America things I think it was and within six months got married no prenup and then within six months of that marriage immediately started popping out kids immediately and she's been nonstop pregnant ever since <laughs> yeah um I looked at her Twitter page before we recorded and I saw she was replying to somebody who was like I feel like you've just been pregnant for the last like seven years and she's like you're not quite wrong since 2020 i've had three kids so i've only not been pregnant for like a handful of weeks yeah sounds it's pretty interesting when you think about the fact that she did grift her way onto the right side and she has no problem with having conflating opinions i don't know of each other i don't know man i'm not gonna ever bash on somebody for changing their mind no but there's a difference between bashing on someone for that and bashing for someone who's clearly playing the fucking game and they know what's going to keep them alive and survive yeah and that's that's exactly what candace owens is doing it'd just be nice if you could have like a news 
it'd be nice if the Daily Wire could also like have Ben Shapiro and his views, and also have Candace Owens, and they can uh, like have a civil discourse. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's basically what this podcast is. Like, I'm a lovable Jew, and you're basically a terrorist, but we get along exactly. just fine. Hebes and the terrorists, we can make it into a show. That's a shirt. <laughs> now that's a t-shirt. <laughs> But, you know, like, it's so, like, this all just looks good on them because people are going to keep making videos about this. People are going to keep clicking back to the source. People are still going to be retweeting the tweets, and that's all money for them. That's all money. Because the other thing I think people have caught on to as well is Ben Shapiro is basically the face of the Daily Wire. He doesn't own the Daily Wire, but let's face it. You think Daily Wire, you automatically think Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Him you might act- think Matt Walsh, you might think Jeremy Boring, right, but you mainly but think Ben Shapiro. Exactly. That's what most people default to. So with him acting like a fucking lunatic the last four weeks as well. And oh, and that other guy, Michael Knowles. That's right. Yeah. Well, again, don't immediately think of them, right? But yeah. with him, even Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson's under the Daily Wire, and I consistently forget that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a Daily Wire subscription, and I wanted to listen to Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson is so interesting to listen to. But getting the motivation to actually press play is so tough. It's like intellectually heavy. That's why. Yeah, there is. Just like we got to make your own bed, okay? It's like, yeah, right, right, right. I've looked at the numbers for some of Ben Shapiro's videos since he became super pro war, and their views have dipped for his channel. Yeah. This is money for them. I don't know, man. People love watching people tear people apart. It's the same reason why I can make a YouTube video on the Marvels and it gets 75,000 views. But I make a video praising the fucking Continental. And no one cares. It gets fucking 13,000 views. I get you. But I think it's like it's a short term boost of engagement, but it's a long term loss. I think you I think you under no, sorry, you overestimate how knowledgeable and smart their own fan base is. If, okay, if any of the people that regularly subscribe to the Daily Wire actually paid attention to what any of these people were saying and kept track of what they were saying, they would have unsubscribed within six months. It is very funny when Ben Shapiro shows up on Rogan and like, oh no, and Matt Walsh. This happened with Matt Walsh too. So they talk about a bunch of like conservative ideas and like conservative policy, all that fine. Then Joe Rogan dips over into like talking about religion and it just makes them look fucking retarded. He's just like, so, um, so you're telling me that like two gay people, like couldn't just like get married. Like, what does that like that? What does that really degrade Like the definition of marriage and then Matt Walsh has got to like defend it. It's like, <laughs> it's really funny. Nothing. <laughs> nothing no i just i don't like the daily wire man i just know they're all a bunch of fucking grifters the only guy i like on there is michael knowles he's all right when he comes yeah. on tim pool he's all right but yeah, yeah it's always the religious part that just seems to show a bunch of cracks in the foundation because it's yeah. like that's the one thing about the conservative party that i've never understood it's like the, we want the government to be small and out of your fucking business but also no gay marriage it's like but what? also, let's send everyone to war in Israel. But right. also, I totally support the vaccine. But also, I'm going to move to the only fucking state in all of the U.S. that is massively opposing federal mandated vaccines. What? 
the state ben one. Sh- Florida. Florida. Yeah. Uh, ben Shapiro re- uh, relocated to Florida in the midst of all of COVID and still shilled the vaccine. Oh, right. Um, yeah. I listened to him back during the COVID days. He didn't necessarily shield the vaccine. Dude, he didn't acknowledge any of the bad stuff, though. He didn't acknowledge that it might be bad. He still pushed it. He still said it was a good thing. He said that it was a, pr- a good choice if you were like, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, he wasn't suggesting he even would go out of his way to be like, I'm not recommending that anybody do this, but here's my logic for why I did. And then went to Florida. And then went to Florida. But I think that's because not necessarily anything to do with the vaccine per se. It was to do with the economy staying open and mask mandates and shit like that. I don't think the Daily Wire, though. The Daily Wire is in Texas now, isn't it? I don't know. For some reason, I want to say like Virginia or something. No, no, no. Hold on. Daily Wire headquarters. Nashville, Tennessee. Ah, Yeah, that's right. So he's just living in Florida. He owns a home in Florida. Yes. So business-wise, he has no reason to move to Florida. He was talking about how October 7th unraveled for him because it was on Shabbat, so they're not allowed to use their phones and any technology or anything like that. And he was explaining how like nervous he and other people in his congregation were because they they knew that something terrible had happened. They like they had details from like security guards and people who do not give a fuck about Shabbat and <laughs> look at their phones. And they were telling them what's going on, but like they, they couldn't use the phone to call their family over there. So they had to spend the entire day not knowing. And me and Mrs. Yeti were both kind of like, uh, bullshit. Like, bull- dude, are you, are you, if I thought that my wife could be, or, and children and or children could be dead, but it's like I could call and find out, but it's Shabbat. So I can't use my, are you fucking kidding me? I, give me my phone. Next. Yeah, sorry, I'm here. I just tuned out where I can't use my phone. Yeah, on a fucking Jewish holiday. Right. It's, I mean, I get it. Whatever. Um, but when you think that your relative or direct fit, like fam, like wife, husband could be dead or held use hostage by Hamas, phone. use your fucking phone. I yeah. Think, I, let's pretend God's real. I'm pretty sure that he'll look the other way on this one. And I'm yes, pretty sure God would actually reward you for showing some sort of compassion to someone else if you decided right. to go on your fucking phone to check their well-being. I can't imagine how fucking weird you must be as a human being to be like, I don't know if my husband wife is dead. I don't know because I you can't You know what? I think it's pretty them. fucking weird to imagine Ben Shapiro having sex in general. I find it really weird he has children, man. It's like it's like fucking a Rice Krispie elf is what I picture sex with Ben Shapiro. Wasn't he kind of jacked for a while there? He's lean. That's about it. I wouldn't say jacked. Look Mm. at that face, man. Think about that face fucking on top of you. On top of me. (laughs) Just try to see if you eat gum. Pretty sure I'd be on top of him. (laughs) (laughs) How is that wet ass pussy? Okay, real quick. <laughs> the yeah, killer. Quick. The, the killer. killer. Okay. Not the killers that you met at Auschwitz. Yes, yes, not that. The film, The Killer. So uh, Netflix dropped a new movie called The Killer, directed by David Fincher, features Michael Fassbender, one of my favorite directors, one of my favorite actors. Have you watched it yet, Yef? No, you told me that I should. Mm-hmm. 
And then you were like, I hate this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. So, okay. And by the way, that happened this afternoon. <laughs> you told me I should do that. No, I, yesterday I was like, oh, I think I'll talk about The Killer if I have time to watch it. And then was today. I was, yesterday? Yeah. And then today I watched it. I was like, I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> and I, was like, I didn't even know what to say. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um. So essentially, Michael Fassbender plays a contract killer and an assassin, an assassin. Yes. Did you know he was also in Assassin's Creed? Yes, I did know that. And I went to see that movie on a date when it came out. That movie sucked. It did suck. He was the only good part of that movie. Um, so, yes, he's a contract killer. He's an assassin and he is going after this target in France and what ends up happening is he kind of he fudges it up and the window of opportunity closes to kill this target so he heads back home and he has a he has a feeling that people are following him while he's going back home and he resides in Dominican Republic so he gets home finds out that his girlfriend who was living at their house was like basically brutally assaulted and she was in the hospital so he decides to seek revenge on the people that came after him so it turns out the hit that he had ordered and failed on, they had then hired killers to kill him. So he learns this, and it's this whole revenge plot where he, you know, travels to different parts of the United States trying to, you know, track him down. Eventually, he finds the dude that's responsible for all of this. And instead of killing the dude at the very end, he's just like, consider this a warning. And he goes yeah. back to the Dominican Republic, and he, he just the movie ends with him on a fucking beach chair in his backyard with his girlfriend just in the sun and that's it so it's open for the sequel <sighs> have you seen a david fincher film aside from fight club what else has he done uh the social network nope seven nope gone girl nope girl with the dragon tattoo the american versions nope mind hunter on netflix nope. you really haven't seen the social network uh-uh I'm aware of it. Like, I okay. know that uh, Army Hammer is playing the Winkleboss twins, and yeah. my fucking favorite Jesse Eisenberg is in it. <laughs> but I have not seen it. Uh, Zodiac? Nope. Okay, you gotta watch some David Fincher films, man. They're actually really fucking good. <laughs> I don't okay. like these types of fucking entertainment. Yeah, okay, that's the other thing. Yeah, I know. We're, our tastes are very different. Okay, so one of the things that I... David Fincher makes the exact kind of content that I enjoy... And one of the great things about him is aside from kind of being a master in terms of setting up tension just visually is he's able to add a lot of nuance into his character and plot that most people wouldn't really pick up on unless you were paying attention, right? And it helps build kind of this thrilling edge that he tends to carry through with all of it. It's why a lot of people will watch a Fincher film and they just can't fucking look away. He's kind of mastered that craft. Okay. So... Having never seen a movie of his that I've been disappointed by, I was just like, I'm excited for this. And it has one of my favorite actors. So, like, I. The poster is like, cool. Yeah. And I like the concept. So, this must be good. And it's. It's like the Zack Snyder of fucking Fincher films. <laughs> this is basically just one fucking long dick pull. It's overindulgent. It doesn't go anywhere. There's, it's all style and no substance. <laughs> One super long dick pull. Yeah. <laughs> There's a title for you. <laughs> That's not bad. Uh, 
Here's what drives me crazy. So, okay, I get that you watch this. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me finish. Let me finish, and then we let me finish. Get it? <laughs> let me okay, finish. Yes. So, like, the movie opens up with like a pretty like long intro into how Michael Fassbender's character kind of gets into the zone, how he approaches killing, how he covers his tracks, what it's like being a killer in the 21st century, because you know cameras, phones, all of that stuff. So. It sets out pretty nicely. It's a bit slowly paced, in my opinion. But then it just all kind of fucking goes downhill as soon as you see him miss the target that he was supposed to kill. It just kind of becomes, like, the sake of driving the plot forward. There's nothing crafty. There's nothing really tense. There's never a moment where I feel like, oh, his character is going through some sort of conflicting trouble whether it's internal or external i never kind of fear for his outcome i never really feel any like there's anything that maybe might be holding him back he's just he's just carrying through the motions honestly and then they they try to add some depth through like these random conversations he has and i'm just like bruh just like like there's a dinner scene that he has with tilda swinton i don't know if you know who that actress is or not nope (laughs) um but like they have, well, he's going to go kill her, and she's like, "Oh, like you know, now that I see you here, I wish that I'd eaten ice cream more, like after meals." Because uh, like, she's going to oh, die. Okay. Yeah, because she's going to die, right? And then they try to make it all tense, like, "Oh, maybe she's about to kill him with some of this food or some shit like that." And then they bang. No, nothing. Nothing fucking happens. She fucking slips on a staircase outside, and then he takes the opportunity to just pop her in the back of the head, and that's it. <laughs> and I'm like. Bro, you literally just killed a woman out in public, like 400 feet from a fucking restaurant and a busy road. Are you some fucking killer? You are, man. No wonder they found your house so easily. Yeah, you're you're fucking expert. And, and he does, and then he doesn't kill anyone at the end. And I'm I'm just like, bro, I, <laughs> nigga, I've seen you kill like two people, and this film is called The Killer. Where is the killing? <laughs> <laughs> I was promised like, something, damn it. Nothing happens in this film. And like usually when you watch a Fincher film, by the end of it, you just kind of like feel like a chill go up your spine because you're like, God, like, bro, like what? It, this was awesome. Like what I just watched. And by the end of this, I, I was just checking the clock constantly because I was so bored by this movie. It's fucking ass. It is the Zack Snyder of David Fincher film. Why didn't you just turn it off halfway and watch something good? Watch Shorzy. Because I was... I was committed at that point. And also, I only had two hours to spare because I needed to do work before I came here. And I really wanted to watch this movie. Well, I'm sorry I disappointed you. Yes. Okay, go ahead now with your questions. Yes. I have no fucking idea what I was going to say. I honestly don't. I do did, have one question. My, my, my wind my, my will wander. My mind <laughs> did wander. Um, okay. So you know how you're going to be on Christy Mare's show, right? Yes. And she's on Friday Night Tights, right? Yes. We talk shit about them all the time for having a bloated piece of shit show. Yes. Are you worried at all that that like at some point you will be on Friday Night Tights and that they might actually dip into 8750 and find that shit talking? I don't I don't plan on ever going on Friday Night Tights. If they asked you would you go? No. Really? Yeah. I thought about this. I don't like the format at all. And if they find out, I'm just like, I'll stand by what I said. It's fucking bloated. It's a bunch of people yelling at each other. There often isn't a lot of productive conversation. I think that eight other fucking people being on the panel when you have a guest 
outshines the guest who should be the center of your show. I often I have these types of like scenarios play out in my mind as well. And I've landed on the exact same fucking idea. Right. So like if people like I thought about this because like, oh, I'm going to go on Chrissy Mayer and I've made comments about Chrissy Mayer in the past. Like I didn't agree how she, she just liked Barbie. I'm like, this literally goes against everything that you talk about and you liked it. She, I don't like that. A lot of people she associated with fucking flip the script on Barbie as soon as Ethan Von Shriver said something about it. Even though I rag on FNT, I usually end up listening to it at least the first hour or so every week. She usually likes things that most people don't like, like Mandalorian season three. Most people liked season. Oh, no, hold on. Uh, season three was the one that fucking sucked. Season one is what people like. Season okay, one was mind. good. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's fair. That's fair. So this is not um, that, that would not be her first bad take. Okay, that's fair then. I'll take that one. That's an L on me. Um, but I just, I just, I wouldn't, yeah, I, I'd stand by it. Uh, am I wrong though? Is it not just a bunch of people yelling at each other? No, it's the you worst. can like them the whole time. Yeah. No, I, the whole time I listen to it, it's only because I, I just love hearing up to the minute pop culture talk. I just, I don't know, I just like it. But it's, yeah, there's just them yelling over each other. They usually end up arguing about, like, if the binge model is better than coming out weekly. And I don't know. Yeah. I know a bunch of the 8750 crew love them. That's fine. Like, I can, uh, there's some very lovable personalities on there. Like, I really like Ryan Cannell. I like a lot um, of them I, individually. It's just the FNT. Yeah. Like, it, dude, literally, the other day I counted 10 fucking people. 10? 10, 10 people. people. That's too many people, man. What are you doing? How do you have any conversation? They didn't. Like you, you don't even. You shouldn't be having a guest on. Oh, bruh. Speaking of guests on shows, do you watch whatever at all? Whatever podcast. Nope. Okay, whatever podcast is what I put on to turn my fucking brain off to all this bullshit that's going on in the world, right? What is it? Um, it's supposed to be a dating podcast. So the host Brian, he invites a bunch of chicks on. Like the chicks reach out to him and then he confirms with them and they come on and they talk about dating. So they talk about, you know, um, what are they in a relationship? What do they do for work? What their experience is like dating right now, what the troubles they might have. They talk about body count. They talk about like monogamy, open relationships, like anything associated with dating in the modern Storing era. Storing in the bag. Bro, if I ever go on whatever, I'm going to bring up that fucking story. Um, if I'm watching so, you on Tuesday on Chrissy Mayer's show and Jizz in the Bag comes up, I'm going to fucking flip. <laughs> I'm going to freak out. So he had a like he often has panels that are too fucking big on his show because then what ha ends up happening is he just like gets stuck into a fucking like rut with like one or two of the guests on the show arguing about something. So like for his last stream. They just fucking talked about um, hold on, this him and this one chick got into an argument about oh how men are physically superior to women in most cases. That became an argument. An yeah, this turned into an hour long fucking argument, and everyone's just like, "Hey, like move on, like this is redundant, this is redundant," and they just kept going and going. And you have this panel of like it's like seven or eight other women, and only I only got to really hear two of those eight women talk. For the entire five-hour show. It's just like... Like, understand that you might have a lot of lovable characters on your show. There's nothing wrong with that. But also understand that you'll have far a far happier audience 
if you actually take advantage of the guests that you do have on. I don't want to tune into a 10-person show and hear two or three people fucking arguing when you have a great guest who's not saying anything. Mm. It feels like a complete waste of everyone's time. I get you. Yeah. And so it's yeah. dumb. Yeah. It's dumb. Well, FNT, it's not even that they have like a guest on that they're trying to feature. It's just that they all want to have their two cents be heard. Bro, the little platoon was literally on FNT. He barely said anything. That's so cynic is going to be on in a couple weeks and he like also is concerned about the fact that oh like i i'm gonna have to listen to a bunch of people yelling for three hours <laughs> yep <laughs> you know what i mean like it's just the fact that it's like yeah it's an opportunity and there's some good people there and people want to come on for that but at the same time i've heard more people talk about having to prepare to listen to 10 people yelling than being excited on going. Well, that's something kind of interesting. So like FNT has obviously got a pretty decent like fan base, right? Like yeah, every week it's like 13,000 people watching, I think about, which is it's pretty big at the very least. Yes. So do you think that anybody would put up with going on to that show if it was, you know, 5,000 people watching? I think so still. Yes. Okay. Because 5,000 is a lot. What about a thousand yeah. people watching? Still a lot. Do you think that people would go, okay. Hmm. So how low do you think it would have to be before people would be like, yeah, that's not worth my time? Under a thousand. Okay. Maybe. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Think about it this way. So take someone like Nerd Erotics, right? He is he makes most of his bread and butter off of his pre-recorded content. That's what most people are watching. Right. He has how many subscribers does he have? Coming up on a million. Okay. Only a very small fraction of that fan base actually tunes into his live shows and watches the after, like the the show after it's it's done. It's not the primary target audience of his fan base at all. So if you have a million subs and you say have at least I would say two hundred thousand of them watching your live shows, that's a pretty good, like for like platoon platoon when he does the B sub show on his channel. So what he's at like 170,000 subscribers, they max out at about one and a half, 1.7. Yeah, I, I checked into one of those and I was surprised at how few people were there. It's not for everyone. I don't even like watching live shows. I'm going to be honest. Not too many people. I've noticed that like, I think we talked about this earlier. and I'm not sure if I made my point, but a lot of people do really well making pre-recorded content, but not too many people can actually hold a conversation that's worth listening to. We did talk about this, yes. Yeah. Briefly touched on it. It's quite the skill. I also see, like, with a lot of stand-up comedians, a lot of them are super funny at their job when they're doing stand-up, but then when they come and just have a conversation, yikes. They can't, they, they aren't people without a script. Yeah. Really, that's is a, what it is. It's a good right? way to put that. So, it, it's just, it's not the, it's not what your core demographic is looking for, that's all. So, if you can get just, like, I would say a fifth of them tuning in, that's great. And if they are dropping super chats, that's even better. For at so for FNT, they might all have like a million subscribers or some shit like that. But they're making fucking bank having that show every Friday. Oh, what was his name? Oh, a dude that came on here did a super chat and he promoted eighty-seven fifty, and Gary fucked it up, <laughs> fucked it up bad. I was like, fuck. Dang. Was... was it Squints? No. What the fuck was his name? his name it wasn't bald man bad wait what 
I think it was Bald Man Dad was his name. Oh, I know who you're talking about. And he made some sort of racist Asian joke, I think, about hunting whales that totally went over everyone's head. Nobody got it. A couple of, I think a couple, like, I think Ryan was like, oh, dude. And then he was like, be sure to catch me on 8,750 podcasts. Uh... I was like, no, that's why you got to be like 8750. It's not words, it's numbers. I don't know. You have to make it somehow. 87-50, Yeah. I've always thought about doing a super chat for $87.50 and being like, podcast. Ha <laughs> ha. But then I think about giving Never them money to a show that I really, I'm like, no, I'm like, mm. it's also a waste of eighty-seven fifty. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's also that's also money I could spend on me. <laughs> can we? Oh, can I talk about some some Twitter drama that I learned about real quick, and then we'll we'll call it a night. Sure. Okay. So there is a I don't want to say his name because I don't think he's a bad dude necessarily, but I also know he's a dick rider a bit. Dick rider. Um, dick rider. Yes. Okay. So, um, there is, oh, hold on. No, I don't want to say it now because the, there's mutuals in the discord. Never mind. Never mind. We're not going to talk oh, about it. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, we're no. not going to talk about it. No. no. I'm I can't like, do it, man. I'm listening. I can't do it. Oh, God, the bluest of balls. And now you want to end? What the fuck kind of date is this? <laughs> 200 minutes. And it's like, I have something amazing to tell you. Never mind, psych. Okay, essentially, somebody. Uh, no, I come don't, on, I don't broad strokes. Broad strokes. Okay, somebody made a super chat in his live show, right? And he had a guest on, which I guess allegedly this guest has taken advantage of his status to DMCA certain content that isn't to his liking. DMCA. Right? Like you can uh, like do a copy strike notice essentially saying that this is like illegal, not illegal footage, but it's like copyrighted footage or some shit like that. Okay. And essentially it can take down someone's video or podcast or whatever um, on whatever platform they're on. Right. So allegedly this guest had done something to someone that was in the chat of their show. And so that person in the chat decided, oh, I'm going to send a super chat with my question about this. And maybe the hosts will acknowledge it and they can have, like, we can understand this a bit better. Okay. So he asked the question, like, why Why do you have something to do? Like, why are you using, like, what's your, can you ask him about his stance on using his, like, DMCA, like, unfairly to strike things that he doesn't like or some shit like that? And apparently the host completely ignored the question. Which, I mean... I mean, it's fine, but also they don't get a, enough people that it's just super chats are flying by, right? Okay. Um, so then this morning, on tw- I didn't watch the show because I was already asleep, I think, by this point. So this morning when I woke up and went on Twitter, he was basically having a back and forth with the guy who sent the chat. And the guy was just like, if someone drops like money in your chat, don't you feel like you should at least kind of like answer the question or acknowledge the question? Um, especially since like I'm supporting you and he was just like, you can drop whatever you want. I have no, you know, I don't have to acknowledge anything. And then people are just like, listen, this is a dude that you had on your show. Who's known to like do shit. That's really shady. Why wouldn't you just acknowledge it? And he's like, thanks for the super chat. Like it's, it's like what it's, it's a non-issue. Like I'm not obligated to do anything. So I was just kind of like, okay, like 
to a certain extent, yeah, it's kind of dumb to drop money for a question like that, especially when you know it's a and contrarian question. Also, that's yeah, bring I don't know. If, like, let's say if we did this on YouTube and we were getting super chats, yeah. I don't have to fucking make my show about what you paid me to make it for. God damn it. Right. At the same time, though, you also chose to ignore slightly controversial content that actually would have boosted your channel had you taken advantage of it. Do I know any of the parties involved? Yes, you do. Both? That's why I don't want... No, not both, but you probably know one of them yeah. by association. You going to tell me later? Sure. Cool. Every time um, I'm like, will you tell me later? And then you do, I'm like, don't know. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's actually, that's true, yeah. Yeah, hey, dear listener, if you're ever, like, agitated, you're like, oh, Yef gets to know who it was, god damn it, like, then she says a name, and I'm like, don't know. (laughs) But, so, yeah, no, you're right, it's like, I, if I'm giving, like, I have no obligation, at the same time, he was making it seem like I'm holier than thou for not doing it, and on top of that, I know that he dick rides a lot of people, and for him to... For him to be in the good graces of this person just kind of adds to this. Does this person know a ton about the Middle East? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. So I'm just I'm just kind of iffy where it's like you had a chance to actually address something and make good content. And it really wouldn't have made a difference if maybe you didn't have the greatest of relationships with this person moving forward. Um, And then Eric July posted on one of his Twitter posts as well which i'm sure probably made him really happy because that's someone he really admires um but i'm just um i don't think he's a bad dude i think he's a good dude i i I don't think his heart is completely in the wrong place i just can tell that he idolizes a lot of people that he doesn't need to in the way he does i'm so confused as to what you're even talking about dick riding fame but you are you on the side of the dick writer or the guy who had the dick writer on? They're both wrong. Uh, okay. Yeah, I guess you need to have names for this story because I don't get it at all. Yeah, you're good. I don't know. It was just I was talking about this to some of the other guys today and they're just like, yeah, he's kind of in the wrong because we know what he's like in general. Yeah. Okay. You don't know. It's okay. That's all I have for this evening. <laughs> this is a good show. This was a good show. We came up with a cum comic. We did. Uh, what bases weren't covered? The killers at Auschwitz? I mean, come on. <laughs> it's never gonna, that's gonna, I guess that's peak titling for 8750 officially. Eh? That is the craziest story ever. <laughs> and you're just like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Because I didn't have any friends at the time to tell it to. Well, it's not very often that Auschwitz just comes into the fucking conversation. That's true. And then (laughs) I went. Then I went and got my hundredth platinum. There's a website called like PlayStationTrophies.org or whatever, and like you have your own little like page, and it's got like all your platinums, and it's got all blah 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 blah, and it has little milestones, and it usually does like the first trophy, first five, ten, twenty-five. 50, 75, 100. So now for forever, it'll be like your 100th Platinum. A depressing game about the Holocaust. I mean, at least it's, you know, uh, culturally appropriate for you. Me, 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 me. Me, 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 me. Well, until they make that Jihad game, I guess you won't know that experience. 
Nope, I won't ever. Especially since I'm the seven, the the, the yeah, the seven eleven, not the nine eleven kind of brown. Wait, I thought you were Latina. I might be. Who fucking knows at this point? <laughs> Later, boner. Later, boner.